0: Rafael Caro Quintero was one of the FBI's most wanted men. Now, he's been caught after a lengthy period on the run, famous, or should that be infamous, for co-founding the old Guadalajara Drug Cartel. His arrest closes a chapter in the history of crime in Mexico. Just why was he so high up the most wanted list in the first place? the capture of Rafael Caro Quintero. Mexican authorities have arrested Rafael Caro Quintero. On July 15th, 2022, Caro Quintero was captured in the San Simon area of the Choix municipality, Sinaloa State, Northwest Mexico. The story is remarkable for various reasons, such as the identity of the individual who discovered him, a dog named Max. Yes, a trained police dog reportedly sniffed him out as he tried to hide in bushes. The 69-year-old Caro Quintero was then taken to the Altiplano Maximum Security Prison in the state capital of Toluca. This isn't his first time at Altiplano. I'll go into the details of that situation a little later. Caro Quintero may have been collared by a crime dog. However, the day was also notable for a devastating crash involving a Black Hawk helicopter. 14 people died when it went down in the nearby coastal city of Los Mochis. One survived the crash. Is there a connection between Caro Quintero's capture and the Black Hawk tragedy? That's currently an open question. Reportedly, the vehicle was being used in the operation, though this is only according to the American American side, all very strange either way. There isn't a huge amount of detail about his arrest, only that it was an operation conducted by the Navy and the Attorney General's office in Mexico. The location of Caro Quintero's arrest is also significant. Sinaloa was the name given to another brutal drug cartel that still operates today. Its former leader was Joaquin Archivaldo Guzman Loera, aka El Chapo. Guzman and Quintero were born in the same municipality. Both became part of the epic and violent history of cartels. Here's how Caro Quintero came onto the scene and made his name. Rafael Caro Quintero was born in the municipality of Badiraguato, in Sinaloa, 1952. Raised with a background in farming, he found himself looking after 11 siblings as the oldest child when his father passed away. At this point, Caro Quintero was 14 years old. His drug-cultivating career reportedly began as a teenager with marijuana. Growing and selling weed enabled him to make money and acquire land for more crops. As Caro Quintero reached manhood, he'd moved to the neighboring state of Chihuahua, and it's here that his criminal activities reportedly kicked up a gear. He's believed to have crossed paths with traffickers Pedro Avier Perez, aka the Mountain Lion, and Ernesto Fonseca Carrillo, otherwise known as Don Neto. And if that sounds like a dangerous criminal association, then worse was to come. Caro Quintero would establish the Guadalajara Cartel in 1978, alongside Miguel Angel Felix Gallardo, the Godfather, and the aforementioned Carrillo. They became major players in the cocaine and marijuana drug market during the excess of the 1980s. You cross these Guys at your peril. Sometimes this happened by accident. In 1985, journalist John Clay Walker and student Albert Radalat were tortured and murdered, allegedly on Caro Quintero's orders. What had they done? Nothing. Apparently the unfortunate pair entered a local restaurant where a private cartel event was taking place. The theory is they were suspected as American agents. By the end of the decade, the Guadalajara Cartel was wrapping up, though other organizations replaced it when it broke apart, notably the Sinaloa Cartel and others. What lay behind the breakup Another grisly and notorious crime, one that lit a fuse under the already uneasy relationship between Mexico and the United States. 1985 was a bad year for Caro Quintero. Not only was he thought to have had John Clay Walker and Albert Radilat killed, he also took revenge on a genuine U.S. undercover agent, Enrique Kiki Camarena. Unlike the poor souls who died from being in the wrong place at the wrong time, Camarena was heavily involved in challenging the cartel. A few months earlier, a ranch called El Bufalo in Chihuahua was razed to the ground by law enforcers. The ranch covered 2,500 acres and cost its owner approximately $160 million dollars in Lost Weed, who was the owner, one Rafael Caro Quintero. The Guadalajara cartel believed that Camarena was responsible for supplying information leading to the raid, so they sought him out, using officials to snatch Camarena and a man named Alfredo Zavala Avelar. This reportedly happened during the day. How was Avelar mixed up in the situation? Well, he'd apparently committed the crime of being Camarena's pilot, another life caught up in the brutality of the drug wars. Transported to western Guadalajara, the men were tortured and murdered. The torture lasted for an astonishing 30 hours. When Camarena's remains were found dumped in Michoacan State, it caused outrage and led to the DEA launching their biggest ever murder investigation, Operation Legend. While Caro Quintero later denied involvement in the crime, he fled to Costa Rica. This bloody sequence of events wound up with the demise of the Guadalajara cartel. The cartel eventually lived on through other organizations, yet the decision by Gallardo, Caro Quintero, and others to go after Camarena proved to be desired for the empire. They got their pound of flesh, but arguably took chunks out of themselves in the process. Caro Quintero's life as a fugitive didn't last long. He was tracked down to Costa Rica and arrested a couple of months after Camarena's murder. Sentenced to 40 years, the maximum allowed under the Mexican justice system, he took his first trip to Adiblano, staying in three facilities over the years. He didn't exactly live a quiet life behind bars, at least according to reports. Like his contemporary El Chapo, he managed to pull strings whilst incarcerated. Money was allegedly laundered through various businesses via his family contacts. And it's not like the drug trade stopped because a boss was locked up. Brother Miguel succeeded Rafael as the head of his own setup, the Sonora Cartel. The Guadalajara Cartel fragmented into assorted groups, which maintained a firm hold on the flow of narcotics. Plus, Rafael Caro Quintero may have been destined to spend his life in jail, but turns out destiny had other ideas. A sentence of 199 years actually hung over his head, though he'd be out before that. In fact, he never passed the 30-year mark. Questions lurked in the background over Caro Quintero's conviction. Not that he wasn't a likely culprit for the crime, more that the circumstances behind the high-profile trial were seen as all wrong. To the frustration of lawmakers and victims' families, Rafael Caro Quintero walked out of prison a free man in 2013. The argument behind his release was a simple and devastating one. Yes, he'd probably been behind the murder of Enrique Camarena and Alfredo Zavala-Avilar amongst other crimes, but his sentence was handed down in a federal court. Yeah, so what? The feds were after him, so it makes sense he'd go before a judge in that context, right? Actually, wrong. The words other crimes are important here. Some of the convictions were appropriate for Sentencing in a federal court. When it comes to the big one, however, the murder of an agent and his pilot, that complicated things. Murder isn't a federal crime, and he should have been tried for this in a state court. Case closed. This new ruling meant that Caro Quintero served just 28 years out of 40. Enter the Supreme Court, who rapidly overturned the decision. Too late, the drug dealer nicknamed the Narco of Narcos disappeared and managed to evade authorities until July 2022, when his life as a wanted man finally came to an end. he made the FBI's most wanted list, not to mention a price on his freedom worth $20 million. What did he do during this time? One story is he lived in the mountains, keeping an eye on the sky for drones and surveillance from his pursuers, technological advances that didn't exist back in the late 1970s when he'd first started up the Guadalajara cartel. Now he's likely to spend the remainder of his days behind bars. What can we take away from the life of Rafael Caro Quintero? He's widely seen as an evil man and with good reason. But is there more to him than the image of a brutal drug lord? Thankfully, well, depending on your definition of thankful, Caro Quintero spoke to the media from his hideaway in 2016 and 2018. The first time was to Proqueso, and the second to the Huffington Post. During these fascinating interviews, he revealed his assertion that he'd only dealt drugs in his earlier years. He also expressed a wish for peace and a need to protect his family, denying that he'd played a role in the deaths of Camarena and Avelar. He also mentioned his health problems. A prostate issue had apparently left him weakened, and mention was made of his less-than-opulent lifestyle. Overall, the purpose behind the interview was to set the record straight in the wake of stories about his criminal behavior. While Caro Quintero has been the cause of tensions between the USA and Mexico, one thing they have agreed on is his extradition to the states. Washington previously tried to extradite him during his first spell in prison, but Mexican authorities didn't agree. In terms of Caro Quintero's contribution to popular culture, a fictionalized version of him is available to watch via the Netflix show Narcos Mexico. Despite protestations that he's a misunderstood figure, his reputation as a drug lord will no doubt live on. Also, the symbolic nature of his arrest spells out the end of an era to some, as well as being important in terms of justice. The capture of Caro Quintero cements his questionable status as an innovative and powerful player in a very nasty and violent game. Want to know more about the cartels and the people behind them? Check out these other videos.